Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast, Ron Benway Talks to Friends and Strangers. I'm here with my friend Whitney Manger. Hello, Whitney. Hello. Have play us the theme, would you? All right. Awesome. Ron Benway likes to talk. Ron Benway likes to walk. Ron Benway talks to friends. I'm gonna fuck it up. And that's like that's your definition of fucking up just, is making it the most beautiful version yet. Oh, okay. thanks. I was like, well, let's make it into a lullaby. That's lovely. That's thanks. perfect. Welcome. Thank you. How are you? Nice to see you. I'm so good. It's good I, to see you good again. To see you. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit's going on. Shit's going on for you. It's been, man. It's I'd been like good. to say before we get into this, we're in a. I'd like to thank Megan Lee. Who let us use this space that we're in? We're in a we're in a, an office space right in the middle of the of the Pike Place Market. You can see uh, them making falafels and veggie plates right outside of the window. Um, this is exciting for me. I like to be in weird places, so I just want to say thank you to Megan Lee for letting me use her space. Yeah, thanks, and, Megan Lee. Also, thanks for meeting me here. And there is a picture, a picture of you on the wall. Yeah, that's. What, <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm going to bring that up. Like, this is where the Pike Place uh, Market news comes from. So the the paper that she edits here um, oh, so cool. in this room. This is where the newspaper comes from. And there, yeah, when I told her I was going to meet you here, she's like, oh, there's a picture of her right there on the wall. You know what there's here is also is uh, Twister Thomas's shoes, uh, the clown. Oh, yeah, who passed, Thomas, rest who passed. his soul, yeah. Yeah, um, she dug these out of the garbage when they cleaned out his apartment because he lived here in the market. Yeah, he lived in the Stewart house. she <laughs> was like, she was like, this is an archive of the market. And I was like, a total archive. Dude, you like, should, total. those should yeah. be like literally made into stone and put in this. He was here for so long. So it's kind of neat that we're here in this room that is like a memory of the market when yeah. kind of in a way you are a memory of the market <laughs> in, a, in a weird way. I'm a relic. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not a relic. You're not like shoes in the garbage. You're like you're like the paper that got too big for the paper. No, man. Or you too know, awesome for the paper. I don't know about that. I think it was just, it was always part of the plan to move on from the market. Sure. I, sure. Never, I yeah. never intended to be here for... Uh, well, I was here for seven years, so I was, a lot right. here, I was here a lot longer right. than I intended, but I always knew that the market was going to be a place that would supply me with what I needed to move you, on. You bust deer when you first started. Yeah. Uh, you're from Washington? Yeah, I'm from Spokane. Born in Spokane. I was okay. born in actually the Tri-Cities, but grew up in Spokane. Okay. And, uh, but full-grown Washingtonian, as I say. You know? <laughs> yep. But I'm like, you know, and I've spent my adult life here in Seattle. I've been here for 13 years, so... Um, you know, I feel very connected to this space, um, consciously connected. You know how, like, sure, yeah, no, no, your brain a... develops, my brain developed while I was here, and I feel like I have, like, real-life things. Oh, in the market, you mean? Not just the market, but, but in the, Seattle, but Seattle as a whole, the whole you know. Yeah, but, you yes, came, the market You came is... together and became who you were. And right. Who you were. And... But a lot of that was due to being here. And you know? Seattle at that time was a place where you could find who you were here. You know? Yeah. Like, for a lot of people, it was a good place to be, uh, to, to experiment and be what you could be, yeah. you know, to just pick up your guitar and walk out on the street. And right, and just see what happens, make a few, yeah, <laughs> make some money or make a rent. But, you know, Pike Place is specifically, like, it's like no other place of, 
of Seattle. So, right. Right. I mean, I landed here uh, within the first six months of moving to Seattle. I, was, I lived in Stewart House. That was the first place I oh, lived. Oh, you lived in the uh, yeah. yeah. You lived in the market. I lived in the, the brick the side of the market over there. Okay. And um, you know, used to watch people busk and just like, wonder if I could do that and. Did you really? Yeah. You lived in the Stewart House and were like, I wonder if I could do that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And Emory, I remember. You had written, right? As a kid and stuff? No. You know, I had played, I had been, well, here's the thing is I've been playing guitar since I was 13. And I was, uh, became a born again Christian around 9 11 because I was scared, obviously, a little kid. And I feel like the Christianity was at its height then, you know, like Billy Graham Jr. and all that stuff was going on, like all the revivals and stuff. So I got caught up in that and out of fear. And, um, you know, so I started playing guitar in church, but I was pretty limited with what I was learning because I was like really, it was kind of like a cult, really, you know, very no secular music. So I didn't really learn the blues and rock and roll or anything (laughs) until about three or four years into playing. And, um... Then I did some mushrooms, and that changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it all just didn't like, I went to church and did mushrooms. No, it was like, you know, I had been I questioning. in church, and then that messed everything up. Yeah, but I'd been like, you know, questioning church, and sure. then I kind of like stopped going, and then I did had some psychedelic experiences, and I was like, wow, there's a lot more to this than, you know, just inside these four then, church walls, you know, yeah. so... That really opened up my eyes and moved, that's when I moved here immediately after that time. And, um, you know, so I knew how to play music, but I, I, I was very, like, stuck on one kind. So moving and becoming a busker, I started to have to learn, like, different music. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that's... <laughs> so you just grew up with church music. Like, that was it? Like, Not like... Some as, radio here and there, mm, but like... No, like, so... Here's the thing. My mom and dad are not religious like that. My mom okay. comes from, uh, she's a, 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 a preacher's daughter, so oh. Baptist, Southern Baptist from Chicago. But they were like, you know, the kids, you know, they were not like these staunch, like fundamental Christians. They were like, people are going to live their lives and then they're going to come back to the way that you do things and whatever, you know, like they had their old fashioned way about it, but it was different than what I was into. So my mom had like a, yeah, my mom was like Christian, but she didn't like make us, we didn't go to church. We didn't do any of that. So when I grew up with music, I grew up with jazz. Like today I was looking at my vinyl collection. My mom gave me like 50 or 60 albums. And it's like, you know, I grew up listening to like the whispers, earth, wind and fire, you know, um, SOS band, Michael Jackson, Prince, like that was the kind of music that Boston, Toto, I'm like all these weird <laughs> records, you know, so a lot of like funk and soul, you Elton John, base, Queen, yeah. you know, yeah. a lot of really great um, music. I grew up with, you know, rhythm and soul and all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was gonna say we're gonna get people coming through here. (laughs) That's awesome. But yeah, you know, I grew up with a bunch of different types of music, and then I had to shut it all out. In that time, I was about thirteen, and it was a conscious choice. I would say I'm a very like spiritual person, and I was really seeking something. And like I said, that the climate of where we were as a country, and you know, being in Spokane, just lots of churches everywhere. It was really easy to get put into that. You know. Um, also I was super gay, so I was trying to figure out how do I stop, can I, maybe I can pray the gay away, you know, like I was realizing I was a homo, oh, so wow. that was and kind like, of, oh no, yeah. what the book says, what I feel, I gotta get this, sh- I gotta shit. do an exorcist, I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it was a, it was a very fascinating time in my life, but everything that came out of it was, I, I learned guitar and, um, right, right, right. fell in love with that, I've been playing for 20 years now, so, so why don't you play us a song? 
Okay. If you could. If you would. <sighs> Let's see. What song do we want to play here? You sound great in this little room. I'm really excited. Yeah, the, I'm actually the, excited too. the intro, I was like, wow, this sounds good. Well, I'm thinking, uh, let's see if I can remember that song. So my first record. Mm -hmm. You know what? Let's play this one. This Heartbeat? is Heartbeat. Yeah. Steadfast. I got a list. I got some notes. First season, no notes. Second season, I try to bring some notes. I try to be semi-prepared to talk to people. You did a good job, man. <laughs> You're, you did a really good job. I'm feeling this. Um, and of course, I'm like out of tune. I think I would like to play... This is a song that... Uh, I'm going to play Heartbeat. I haven't played Heartbeat in a long time, so okay. if I mess it up, I guess now is the time on the podcast. Classic tracks. <laughs> This is the Get classic ready. track. I'm like, is, what capo is this even in right now? Slide of hand and I lose my faith. Sun can no longer show me the way. Do I believe in the words someone else? Do I believe in what I'm nothing for myself? Oh, yeah. In a big black book with golden edges, but you never gave it to to go down on legend. Can you believe? Can you conceive this catastrophe and the world's bleeding? You know I'm waiting on a heartbeat, a heartbeat, a heartbeat, a heartbeat Oh, was waiting for me Was waiting for me And it took me low Further than I liked to go I lost myself and everything I know Well, I couldn't dream That this could be me Somebody shake me so I can wake up, wake up I'm waiting on a heartbeat, a heartbeat, a heartbeat, a heartbeat Girl, I was waiting for me You know I'm waiting on a heartbeat, a 
was waiting for me. Waiting for me, You know, I I just love playing guitar, and um, it's one of those things that is never it it's never, never gets chore. old. It it's never gets just old. Lovely for you. It's yeah, for you. yeah. I pick it up. I pick it up some days, and I'll play for all day. And I'm like, you know, some people they're like, that's so weird. I'm like, I or they don't have anything like that that they yeah, feel yeah, that way about. Yeah, they can fall back on and be yeah. here and the ultimate blanket of. Yeah. feeling just being with the guitar I think yeah and I think for me it's like a it's um it just feels like kind of it just feels like something that I do now you know right like I don't even think about another arm right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I'm I mean I'm yeah. always learning something like today I just learned some like country licks and I was like wow that's so cool I you was, know I was curious before we met you had a lesson did you teach a lesson or did you get a lesson? I took a lesson. You took a lesson. Yeah. A guitar lesson. Yeah. See that? I wanted to bring that up because, like, you like literally took a lesson to learn to play better guitar earlier today. Yeah. Which yeah. Is, which is shocking to me. Which is like yeah, I know so you played twenty years like, and like I want to know yeah, more. Yeah, you know, because yeah. well, you know. But you learn like country licks today. You yeah, listen. you know, like yeah. something like he took. so funny like awesome. that kind of like just and that's some fresh 
little yeah. fresh. Here's a little fresh lick for you. Well, I mean, like, I know the yeah, blues all yeah. day long, but of then, course, like, you know, yeah, you learn, yeah. like, this, like... But the new, right, the bends and the... Like, you know, I know... That's like, you know, Jimi Hendrix. And then these little things, you know, it's just, like, the guitar to me is so fascinating, you know, where, especially as a, a female guitar player, you know, mm -hmm. there's... There's a lot of us out there, you know, but it right. just wasn't like something super prominent, you know, as far as like what you're seeing on TV and, um, you know, it'd be like maybe an anomaly, one, one or two women that were just slaying on the guitar, but it's never been like the majority. So now the internet exists and you're out, you're like, wow, there's so many of us and it's amazing, you know, um, it's really inspiring, but, um, you know, I'm realizing how, you know, as a woman, you know, we're told that, like, we can't be as good as the guys. Right, and so right. now I'm just seeing so many of us that are just, like, melting ev this, like everyone's face off. so know? much better. Yeah, yeah or just, yeah. you know, in, in the same, like, we're you know, so, right. yeah, I just, I, I find it, um, like, limitless with it. And that's really, like, a special thing, because I think it's really easy to get um, kind of, like, stagnant and, like, oh, sure, how you're doing. Oh, sure, jaded and stuck in the yeah. same position or the same chords or the same whatever. Yeah, yeah and I get it, though, you know. I used to do that. You know, I, used, I learned the guitar, and then I soon began singing with it, so it became an accompany to my voice. You know, now it's like I want to sing, and I want the guitar to be its own thing, you know. Right. Like, I don't want to just be the only Were thing Were you playing knows. guitar before you moved into the Stewart House? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been playing, yes, I was playing for like seven years okay yeah and writing yet or not writing no like writing heartbeat like, so that like song you heartbeat. were saying you were looking out the window and saw emory carl playing yeah i didn't have any songs written yet right none so i mean i didn't all so you are a product of this market in a, mm -hmm. in a weird way my first song was written in that steer house and i think it was okay. i believe it was um no my first song was walls but heartbeat is my first record and i wrote a right. lot of those songs there and when i moved to capitol hill and you know really my first like experiences so funny I like forgot I'm like I was like what are the words to this song like it was I was just waiting for them to come as they were rolling out of my mouth and then I forgot some of them and I was like oh, I don't remember whatever right. just make it up you know right. like right. Yeah. it's kind of fun but I, I haven't played that but, song in years that's part of the busking I, I find that part of the I've, I've talked about this on this show before like part of a busker once a busker develops in the street and takes it to the stage you've got all these tricks that a lot of just stage people don't have because yeah. you're used to dealing with all kinds of experiences and situations yeah. that could come up. and Yeah, it's funny. You don't realize how... You don't get people flustered get, as yeah. easily. People get discouraged on stage. They're like, they get so discouraged. I'm like, if the lights aren't me. right or if the chords aren't in there. You know, it's like, you can be oh, thinking, you don't even know. Yeah, and you can be thinking, fuck this shit the whole time while you're playing, <laughs> but you better be look like you're feeling it. I'm funny while you're playing and then oh tell my me God. that the lights were off, you know? Like, yeah, no, I mean, really. And I mean, it's so funny you say that because I had... A, I'm sure you had lots of... I had a really, re I had a crazy experience on stage recently, actually. Oh, um, okay. I was fortunate enough to play the Paramount in November, which was like awesome. Right. And it was for a really cool benefit. And um, I was like, all right, I get my two songs and I'm going to be playing on the Paramount stage. That's awesome. I was yeah. just here seeing a show with like all these guitar legends on stage. And I was like, what an honor just to play it, you know, even if it's just for this two songs. Oh, man. I did everything to make sure my guitar would work right, except for change the battery, which is the oh, for the pickup. Yeah. Sure. And when it craps, it craps. It's gone. And so I did change it, actually. Seriously. I changed it, but I changed it with a bad battery. But oh. you don't know it's bad until you plug right, in. Of course. Yeah. And so I got on stage and started my song, and immediately it goes, just like sends right through, and I'm like, oh, shit, you know, so then... But don't miss, don't miss a fucking beat. Right. Rip the cord out, 
and just start singing a cappella to everybody and the whole crowd is clapping and like, hey, you know, so, you know, and I just like explained when they fixed the battery in the little song, I was like, you know, I used to be a busker, so I feel like this is kind of appropriate that I would have to sing acoustic inside of the Paramount Theater. <laughs> And everybody laughed, and That's it was. Awesome. I, but I recovered. Anybody yeah, else would be like, yeah. Oh. like, "Yeah, right, no, oh, no, stop playing." Would no, be like, this. I, do. "I was like, the show it's must go be, on. Like, We're on a schedule. There's yeah. a person like go on the stage, and they're like ushering people on and off. This is not the time to be a prima donna." By the benefit time. like that is two songs is nothing. You get up, you're down. Bent, bent, Later, bent, bent, yeah, bent, it was more next. about the auction, yeah. raising the money, you know. Right, but uh, yeah. you know, it was so funny that I was like, I got these two songs on this iconic stage, my dream stage. And, uh, and you owned it. <laughs> I and owned you that fucking chain. owned it. There you go. I did. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, play us something else, would you? This is All right. great. Security hasn't come. Everything's all good. <laughs> My guitar's in tune now, which is good. That's so good. Whoa, what was late? There's, got, there's maintenance to be Trash, done. Trash, right? There's always maintenance to be done in this market. Well, uh, this song is called Day and Night. And um, this is off my newest EP that I released. Uh, I guess it's been about a year and a few months, so. Carry so. on? Yeah, carry it? on. Okay. Yeah, and I started writing this, you know, I was going through, like, my old, like, logs of stuff recently. I don't know why. <laughs> Digging for inspiration from the past or something. Old, old words. <laughs> it was like, whoa. Right, yeah. Yeah, you know, why not just, like, look through? Maybe there's some gold in there. You, never you know. can manipulate old words into new feelings. Yeah, yeah, you can. You really can. In fact, I've, I've dealt with this. Yeah. In fact, I'm hoping that I. I wish I could remember the song that I had written. I would play it right now. But um, I finished a song that I started writing. I was like 19. New. Oh, oh, no way. I know. That is, <laughs> sit on that. Let that incubate there. Yeah, 14 years later. Yeah, 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 and it's such an wow. easy, sweet song. I don't know why it took me so long. Um, you, you still write on the regular? I, so, you know, I've not been uh, forcing myself to write anything, but right. I always set out to create but sometimes it doesn't come you know and it's just <laughs> yeah like, no it's, you know, it's whatever i guess i'll fit around my guitar it, yeah. for a while you know i'm like always right. still making music i'm just not like you know but right now i'm feeling a sense of like ability to focus and create more than, more so than i have in the last few months mm. um i can explain it later but anyways this song is called day and night and um i wrote this about really kind of struggling in seattle as an artist you know um from just you can, pushing. You're going to struggle in Seattle all kinds of ways. Yeah, you know, but like, you know, as an artist from mm -hmm. like, you know, there's parts in the song where I'm just talking about little things here and there that, you know, you're pushing and grinding. You're always grinding. And you're like, there's got to be some reward somewhere, some reward how, like for all this work. And there's got to be a place that this is going to be seen as like worthy. And, you know, you know, it's got to be worth it in some way. So. Yeah, right. The song is really about that imagination work. Some way or not really. Some place off, maybe but, that all like, you know, you're a rock star. You're like you're like Rodriguez. <laughs> you know, you're like famous in like, you know, North Korea or something, you just don't know about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, anyways. <laughs> Days since I've seen the sun Sitting in the rain in the Seattle area Wondering if my bones will ever be warm 
But a thousand more bucks, hey, I'm out that door and I can't take it. I've been saving up just to get away. But I feel like the 10 years that I've been here, I want to stay. Looking around, I can't find a single friend. Maybe it's time that I start all over again. I know a place that I can go where I can finally call my own. It's where the sun is always shining. Then I dare that didn't blow it out <laughs> um you you play with a combo you play with who you playing with uh you know i do a lot of stuff alone right now oh, okay. um but i do have a, a trio that i've been working with well i had a four-piece band for <sighs> since what 2015 I did this band in seattle i don't know if you've oh seen yeah it on TV. I, saw that. I don't yeah. know if that's still i think it's on air on cw 11 um yeah i did the band in Seattle and that was when I was like maybe I should put a band together and want to put a band together and I had a band when I originally started busking I originally had a band okay. a trio again and it just actually with Wayne he walked by and I was like that's my old drummer oh, yeah. <laughs> Wayne's you know maintenance guy here I was like that was my oh, yeah Wayne Porter we, we played we played in a band together when uh, I released my record we played 
here at local, well, okay. local color anymore. Now it's a now chocolate it's, spot. Yeah, it's, it's but, uh, something. Yeah, I released my first album at local there. color. Okay. <laughs> and, um, okay. yeah, and it's so funny. But, um, yeah, Wayne Porter, and we played for a little bit, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to just focus on solo, busking, and I started playing out more, and I had a four-piece band for about three, three or four years, and then, um, Mostly, I, I did a bunch of solo stuff. My last record was mostly solo, just guitar and like minimal accompaniment, so no bass and drums. Oh wow! Okay. So I did um two. I did. <clears throat> I went to Europe solo and released that record and did a bunch of solo stuff. And then when I did festivals last year, I added the bass and drums. And the drummer was a drummer that I'd been playing with for a few years. So um, yeah, it's been it's been really cool actually because like working on the guitar thing. Back to that is. I always had like a lead guitar player and granted lead guitar player I had was really amazing, you know? Mm. Um, I just felt like I wanted to play the guitar. Right, right, right. I get you know? that too. Yeah. Like I know what I want to hear and rhythmically like it was changing things in a way that didn't feel like my music, you mm-hmm. know? And um, so I want to scale back and kind of go to the power trio vibe, which has been really fun. You're good with the power trio. Yeah. yeah it well, seems like you can pick, you can hold it up enough to, to yeah. work it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it took me yeah. a long time to feel like it was going to be full enough, but now I feel a lot more confident in guitar playing. But that was, that was really hard to start like pushing myself. Like you gotta, you gotta play, you gotta play the guitar. You gotta like solo and learn the scales and like get in right, there, right, you know, right. really yeah. like feel it. And if you're going to be the only guitarist, you yeah, have, to, you really, have a responsibility. Yeah. Really yeah, rock it. And songwriter it, anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I was already kind of doing it, but I was just like, really, I was feeling insecure about it, you know? And so, um, then I just started noticing that everybody sucks at the guitar. And so <laughs> why can't I just like suck also and own it? You know, like, <laughs> are people really that great? It's just like it notes, right, yeah. it's like 12 notes, yeah, you know, right, like, exactly, you know, like exactly. what can you possibly do? That's so horrible. That's you know, hilarious. that's what jazz is like playing the wrong note over and over again until right. it sounds natural. Until it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I meant to do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did it over and over. Totally. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. Um, the airport gig. You do that airport gig anymore? I do the airport gig still. I've been kind of. It's the most controlled busking I've ever seen in my life. I've been in other airports and I've seen like Austin Airport has a few musicians oh, really? and stuff like that, but not like here. Like there's like usually three musicians playing in the airport all the time and stuff. And yeah, it's through well, you know, corporate. And we're inside the terminals. It's not like, you, you know, outside the terminal. The, you have to go through the... You have to go through TSA. The TSA. But we're, like, considered port employees. Okay. Or port of Seattle. You have to pass background checks and all that stuff. I was curious about that. That was, that was yeah. what I was curious. You have to yeah. go through a, a whole big thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is cool because I get discounts on but my cell phone now. <laughs> really? Because I'm a is port that... of Seattle. <laughs> oh, shut up, Billy. You're yeah, in with the city. I'm an employee somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but there's good tips in there. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. I mean, it's a, you know, to me, I, so, you know, I quit busking back in 2015 mm-hmm. and that was conscious, like, I've been slowly like, all right. Did you say like, this is it? This was, was there like, this is the last day or was it like, no, that was the last day kind of thing? It was like, you know I mean? yeah, it was kind of like, I just was like, like, I'm just I'm not, I'm going to take a little time off and then I just never came back down, you right, know? Right, um, yeah. I think yeah. I played like. Yeah, like twice earlier in January, and I was like, well, that sucked, and then I just never came back down. Um, 
but yeah, I the CD sales were really not doing well anymore down here, and that was what I used to make most of my yeah, money no off one of. Yeah, uses CDs anymore. Yeah, and some people do, but yeah, but you know, you're selling like one or two be. now. Yeah. When I used to sell like fifteen or twenty, that's a <laughs> giant difference <laughs> yeah, in like yeah. what money you're making. So like, I had to really like, and that's just even today, still, you know, selling music, you know, like CDs. It's hard to get rid of them and. You know, everybody wants things oh, for yeah. free. So it's just like, you know, and then on top of that, tips were all dipping. It was like when iPhones really, Instagram got really cool all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. And so people were like, I'm going to take a video and nobody would tip you. And so I was like, you know what? I've had it. I'm sure it's changed now. Because <laughs> we're still there. No, no. <laughs> so okay. We're still right there. It has not changed Okay. Because I'm just like, you know, I, I feel like there's like an etiquette if you stand for even like, you know, a, if you stand for a song or your attention is caught. And you have a dollar on you. Of course. You know, tip them. And I'm in Venmo, so just tip them. You know what I mean? Like, you have no reason. There's no reason except for you're just being, like, a consumer. And, like, a useless consumer. Just a useless consumer. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I mean? A useless consumer. Yeah. Yeah. And making yourself look cool. Yeah. You know, so that really was starting to get under my skin. Because I was, like, before there was this art that there's this exchange that would occur. And it wasn't happening. So, um, the... Airport, though, is very similar to when I sell a lot of CDs there. Mm. Um, people stop because they're trapped in there. Right. They, they got, got nowhere to go. go yeah. To do, and they've got money because they're yeah. people in They're airport. stuck in there, you know? Yeah. And so people will sit for their three-hour layover listening to you, fall in love with you, just like they would when I first started playing. And people sit for my full set, you know? Like, right. And I find if you, someone stays with you for a while, if they're good, the person who's going to tip you, they're going to tip you even more if they've been with you for right. songs or whatever. Yeah, I mean, very, 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 um, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's shit days like anywhere, you know, but, and there's spots that aren't that (laughs) great there, there's shit spots and shit days, you know, but for the most part, you know, with the right attitude and going in like there's, it's indoors. It's in there. And there's, there's spaces to eat. Yeah, it's yeah. space to eat. And, yeah. you know, you no matter what, you get a little tiny stipend, which is not my favorite. I wish they paid a little more. And, but, and um, in a weird way, I'll bet you're hitting, like, an international audience. In a, right. All over the world. On your, on your statistics, on, mm-hmm. your, on your Spotify. People from all over. People. You probably see that. Yeah, it has the same effect as the market did with, you know, the international folks. And it has all these other perks that make it. It's still not, like, what I want. I, I'm kind of at this point now where I'm. I really don't like being ignored. Mm-hmm. I think I've right, paid yeah, my yeah. dues of yeah. playing and being ignored now. Well, you're you know, at a point where you're playing shows, you're playing enough shows, and you have enough of a, a draw. A following where town, I don't need to do that. Where yeah, you kind of don't need to do that unless you need the money. Kind but of really, yeah. to me, the, the reason why I, I haven't done the airport really, I stopped. I, I've done probably like four airport gigs in the last you know nine months, and the reason for that is you know. I was starting to get sick of yeah. that more and more. I was like, right. you know, every once in a while I was doing it, but it was just like starting to, you know, I just feel like if I, I have to value myself higher, but then I had this feeling inside, you know, I miss busking. I love, I love the element of surprise, mm-hmm. you know, although it sucks to be ignored, it also feels really great to be noticed by out of accident, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I realized that there was that kind of element that I missed. So this is my last month of busking at the airport. Oh, okay. and my badge is going to be expired, so I think that'll be the so end that's of the it for that, yeah that portion. That's fine. Yeah, that's but fine. I did that for three and a half years, four years. It's been a great way. I really recommend uh, if I and recommend other buskers to do it. Town, and you're on like morning news and stuff like <laughs> that now. So you know, like you know, you gotta, honestly, and if you're busy busking, looking for the nickels and dimes or mm-hmm. quarters or whatever, you're going to miss out something that you should be doing somewhere else. Right. And you really, for me, yes. And also, um, 
you know, oftentimes, you know, as an artist that does this for a living, you mm -hmm. do things out of like a deficit mentality of that you're, you need this because you're, maybe you'll need the money or whatever. So you take things sometimes that are lower than what you want. And so right, right. I've really been valuing the last um, two years, just been really pushing, um, you know, from saying no to stuff to asking for a shit more ton money. <laughs> uh, you know, and yeah. just being like, you it's know, it's nice when you get the money, right? Just, when you yeah. ask for it, and, and they, they, go, okay, they do, they, or at least worth, we think you're worth that too. Like, yeah, yeah. I and know I, lots of friends who go through this kind of scared to ask for more. No, and then you just ask do for it. more, and it happens, and you're like, wow. whoa, and then you're like, now I can't play for a two hundred dollars. <laughs> that happens yeah, <laughs> you're like yeah, oh god yeah. you know i'm like so snooty i'm like turning down like 300 dollars, 400 dollars gigs or something i'm oh, like gosh. well i'm like well you know to me there maybe is an artist though that that you know needs to get their chops in and play that. a four-hour gig for 400 bucks that's what that do that yes, exactly. i don't want to do that i'm too exactly. old for that shit <laughs> <laughs> no so that's been the that's been a journey for me is just like realizing that you know you gotta i have to value myself and sometimes take a risk and what that value looks like uh, in order to to make more out of my what I'm doing, you know, I don't want to keep playing the same venues either. Just like right. I grew out of the market, I want to grow out of Seattle and continue my growth as an artist. Yeah, and, and more touring and more things like that. Yeah, you know, meeting awesome yeah. people and going places. Yeah. That's like yeah. what I live for with music. You know, doing that together—that's like the dream. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, can you play us one more song? All right. Can we do one more. Yeah. Round us out. Well, this song is a less intense than the other ones. This one is uh, something I wrote. I'm such a screamer. Sometimes I'm like, man, I'm so loud. <laughs> I mean, it, I learned it from here, man. I really did. Yeah, you have to be loud here. Yeah, you have to at least cut through a crowd. And but I, I watch some people here playing, just making, just kind of not doing much. And I wonder why... I mean, it, you only have what you have to give to the world, you know, but... I, why? You're like, why are you here? Why do you show up day after day, you know? You like, know, if it didn't work for me 10 years ago, I would have got a job. You would have stopped, know? yeah. I would have went up to That's Ross we all in the say, corner right? and started yeah. retail management again, and I would have been fine, you know? You know, maybe for them, though, like... I mean, I get that people do it for different reasons. I get some people just want to come out and play, and I see that. I see all kinds of different reasons to live your life, and if you're okay at home, you don't need this. Well, you know, we could talk about the structure of Pike Place Market and how the le the quality of buskers could be there could oh, be a way. That's but a whole, you don't want to like you know yeah you don't want exactly that's a whole, whole other, podcast, other podcast. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. I totally understand what you're yeah. saying. But I'm also like, man. Well, the caliber's <laughs> definitely gone down. There's a few people here that are still still pretty good, but there's definitely a lot of people that just. I know. Um, in the time when the phones are taken over and everybody's just kind of staring at their phones. Yeah, musicians don't want to wanna come down for, for 50 bucks anymore, right. you know? It's hard right. to come out here and to... This is a lot of our heart. You're putting your heart out there. Your art, your heart, everything out there on the yeah. line. And you're just hoping to be able to survive on that and, you know, to not be you know, noticed or taken seriously and have to deal with the feelings and energy that you pick up. Cause this is a spirit job, you know, like you're dealing with so much energy and like it, yeah. it wears on the soul when you're not, job. that's good. I never really you thought know, about that. It's totally a spirit job. It is. This is the one of the four. You're totally relaying on yeah. the connection of yeah. some sort of energy that's more than, mm -hmm. than more money than and everything. And money and it's, it's so much more. It's one of the four core humane things that make us human it's, mm. it's part of humanity is music and arts and being showcased you know and so 
because of where we are as a like world where we just don't value like specifically i would say the western countries do not value what it takes in order to do this you know um music in general true but then you, i have this real thing that i was thinking you know because I'm a, really I'm an anti-capitalist at the heart of things. <laughs> sure. It's so funny that I'm like yeah. all well, about I mean, trying to make money. But at the know. same time, I think capitalism is evil and is like a failing thing that eventually we're going to have to evolve out of, mm-hmm. you know. And we're seeing arts be something that's being etched out of like being something you can make money off of now. Because there was that golden era of the albums right, and record right, sales right, and right. CDs and stuff. Yeah. And then once the internet happened, that's over. That's and over. I, I think it's because money is imaginary. And sure. you can't put a price on something that really and music is real. It is real, but how do you pay your rent when it's you when it's free? <laughs> how do you pay your rent when it's free? I know, right? It's fucked up, but I'll, I'll tell my landlord you gave me a thumb. So that's one of mine. I know. I know. So, anyways, as an artist, I think you have to think of it on a spiritual level now because if money isn't it, then what the hell is in it, right? right. You know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so I commend all those people that still busk, you know, hard these days. This song is called Growing Old. I wrote this last year in December after I just got back from Europe and I have not recovered from that tour still. <laughs> like I'm 33 and oh. I turned 33 last two, last month. And, uh, I know I'm not old or anything, but I feel Aches. You have, oh, you haven't recovered from the from the stress from of the going tour. To, from the I tour. I was, you know, okay. sleeping in different beds every night. Playing in Europe's a whole different game than playing here. Like, yeah, they kind of listen to you, and you can. It was different, and a lot of attention that you don't get. Yeah, that was it. Was great. It was really great, but it was also exhausting. Mm-hmm. Like I was so tired. So <laughs> I wrote this song. Okay. It's called Growing Old, and um, I wrote this for the acoustic guitar project where you have a a guitar that they pass around to four different songwriters annually, and you get a week to write a song with it, and then you have to perform it. We all perform them. The same guitar? Same guitar. Okay. And uh, this is a song I wrote. This happens in Washington? Yes. It actually happens all over the... There's I think there's like 40 different cities that do it. Oh, wow. But Seattle has its own... You should... You should do that. We would actually, it was really fun, and I oh, met man. some great. That I met, great. met yeah. some great songwriters. You know, some blind new, but some new folks. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So this is called "Growing Old." Just a little kid. No cares in the world, not thinking about anything. And the best part of all was I didn't pay my rent. My mama took care of me and made sure I had everything. But I know how it goes. I'm getting old. And there's like this backup part. She's growing old, I'm getting old. <laughs> She's growing old, I'm getting old. I make everybody in the crowd sing with me. She's growing old, I'm getting old. Yeah, that's good, I like that. 
Looking back to when I was just 21 And I could drink at one of the table like son of a gun And the best part of all was I never felt like shit But when I wake up in the morning now where my body can't handle it But I know how it goes I'm getting old She's blowing on I'm getting old She's crawling on I'm getting old Yeah, yeah, yeah She's crawling on I'm getting old Yeah But I never thought time would go so fast But I never thought I'd be thinking about the past My body aches and I cannot see by my mistakes But no one said that I feel this way Look ahead to when I'm just 85 I'd wonder if I look back and see that I lived a good life And the best part be well is that I still got it My body, my age, will inside here, you know that I'm still a kid Now I know, and I know, and I know how it goes She's growing on, I'm getting old, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's growing on, I'm getting old, I'm getting old, I'm getting old, I'm getting old, whoa, whoa. She's growing on, I'm getting old, whoa, whoa. She's growing on, I'm getting old. She's growing up. She's growing up. Right? Well, Whitney Monjay, you make my gray day into a happy day. Thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah, it's man. Rainy Thanks for having cold me. out there. Thanks for joining today. Yeah. Um, what do I have to say? Oh, that's what I have to say. Uh, Valentine's Day, February 14th at the Hard Rock. Cafe in Seattle, Washington. And any other time, you can find Whitney Manger all over Seattle. Yeah. And for and out of your computer whenever you want to listen to her. She's right there for you. WhitneyManger.com, baby. There it is. All right. Thank you for today. Thanks, Ron. All right. See you again. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, Rock and roll.